Welcome to the School of Wellbeing podcast. I am your host, Meg Durham, wellbeing speaker, educator, and coach. Together, we're going to explore lessons to help us live well. Let the learning begin. In this solo episode, we're going to explore the power of excuses, why they can hold us back from doing what we really want to do, why they always pop up at the most inconvenient times, what we can do to navigate them, and so much more. So here is a solo episode all about excuses and how to move beyond them. Let's dive into the world of excuses. Excuses are a very healthy and predictable part of the human experience. Everybody experiences excuses. Everybody has one or two go-to excuses that stops them from doing what they need to do. Just like the sun comes up in the morning and goes down in the evening, excuses are so reliable. They are always going to pop up. As soon as you go to do something different, you're going to experience the resistance the resistance in the form of excuses. Our brain is not designed for our long-term health and happiness. Our brain does not care about our long-term health and happiness. Our brain doesn't have a moral compass. It's about doing what we need to do and what's going to help us in the long term. So our brain is thinking very short term. It is so predictable. So let's start expecting excuses. Excuses come when we move towards something different when we think about expending energy on something because our brain doesn't want to expend additional energy. Our brain wants to do what it's always done. Our brain cares about the familiar and the predictable. It does not want to go off the path. It wants to keep doing what it's always done. So if you have always smoked, that's what your brain will want you to do because it's predictable and it's familiar. If you have always got up early and exercised, that's what your brain will do because it's familiar and predictable. If you have shot up heroin, that's what your brain wants you to do because that is familiar and predictable. It doesn't have a moral compass. It's not saying if it's right or wrong. This is where we come in with our human prefrontal cortex, this part of our brain that helps us to make good decisions to override these excuses and think about the long term, not just the short term, because excuses are thinking about the short term. It's about instant pleasure. It's about pressing snooze. One more episode. I can't be bothered. That is about keeping small. And we need to learn to move beyond our excuses. In order to live, function and feel better, we need to move beyond excuses. Excuses are a suggestion. They are not a fact. It's not true. It's not necessarily helpful. It's just what happens. When you go to do something different, you're going to experience excuses. So what's your go-to excuse? What's your top two when it comes to excuses? It could be around your energy levels. I can't be bothered. I'm too tired. I can't be stuffed. I just don't have the energy for this. Does that sound familiar for you? Do you use energy as your excuse? Another thing that we use around excuses is time. I just don't have enough time. I'm too busy. I have too much on. There's just not enough hours in the day. I'll do it later. And we all know when we say I'll do it later, chances are we're not going to do it later. It's kind of like that email that comes in and you think, oh, I'm going to read that later. So I'll put in my to read later pile. We know we're not going to read it later. 
So it's just an excuse. It makes us feel good in a moment. However, it's not going to have an impact in our long-term health and happiness. All your excuses could be around the weather. It's too cold. It's too dark. It's too hot. It's too wet. Oh, it's going to rain today. I'm sure it's going to rain today. Take some time to think about what's your go-to excuse. Is it around your energy? Is it around time? Is it around weather? My go-to excuse is I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered getting out of bed. I can't be bothered making that meal. I can't be bothered going to bed. I can't be bothered starting reading my book. It is so predictable. And it's so predictable for me and I'm so aware of it that it just makes me laugh. It makes me smile because when I hear I can't be bothered in my mind, that is a sign that I need to take action, that I need to move through this discomfort and do it anyway because excuses aren't facts. They're just a suggestion and then we get to choose, do we stop or do we move through and take action? There are times when we don't need to take action, where our excuses are valid and this is where we need to act with discernment to think about, is this excuse true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it helping me get to where I want to go? Is it aligned with my values? So when I wake up in the morning to my alarm and I think, I can't be bothered, is that helpful? Is that going to help me have the energy that I need to get through the day to be the mother, the wife, the professional that I want to be? No, it's not helpful because I know if I lie in bed, I'll get a little bit cranky. I'll get cranky because I'll be woken up by somebody else. And I know that when I lie there, I don't get good quality sleep because I'm lying there thinking about the fact that I should have been at the gym. And then that's irritating and that makes me feel like I start the day on the back foot and I'm on the passenger seat. I'm reactive for the rest of the day where when I get up and I exercise, I'm in the driver's seat. I feel really clear. I feel very strong. I know what I need to do. I can prioritize my day. So if I listened to my excuse of I can't be bothered, that's not going to get me where I want to go. In that moment, in that split second, it feels so good to not take action. And this is what makes a difference between a skilled person and an unskilled person. When we're able to catch that excuse, have a look at it, see if it's helpful, see if it's true, and then make the decision. What's really important for you? And is this excuse just keeping you in the same old patterns, keeping you stuck in the familiar, in the predictable, keeping you feeling like you're always on, always busy, you don't have enough time for yourself. So you really start to believe these messages that I can't be bothered, I can't be staffed, don't have enough energy. The more we say that to ourselves, the more we're going to experience that and the less likely we are to take action that will generate more energy. See how it's just a vicious cycle? The same thing with time. The more I tell ourselves, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time, then we're going to feel under pressure. We're going to feel as a sense of urgency with everything. Everything feels important and urgent. We have to do it in this very moment. The blinkers are on and that is stressful. And if we're constantly thinking about the weather, we're not going to get anything done. We need to be able to work with it. If it's too dark, what can you do? If it's too wet, what can you do? If it's too cold, what can you do? And this is the challenge for all of us to move beyond our excuses. Our excuses are normal. They are healthy. They are predictable. Remember, our brain is not wired for our long-term health and happiness. It could not give us stuff about our long-term health and happiness. We need to care about our long-term health and happiness. We need to make the decisions that are going to make us feel good in the long term. 
Because when we're thinking about decisions, in survival mode, we think about the path of least resistance. What can I do to get through with the least amount of discomfort in this moment? So that's watch one more episode, press snooze. When we're thriving, we're thinking about what's going to help me feel better in the future? What's going to help me think, feel and act in more aligned ways? What's the long-term benefit here? What's the long-term game? So the excuses are keeping us small, thinking about the short-term game. It's about survival. Moving beyond our excuses is a long-term game. It's thinking about our future. It's moving beyond survival and getting into thriving and making a change. Things we can do to help us move beyond our initial excuses is just do it anyway. Feel the discomfort, feel the excuse, identify the excuse. I can't be bothered. I don't have enough time. It's too cold. It's too wet. And I'm going to do it anyway. Another thing is break the task down. If the task feels too big, too out of control, too impossible, make it smaller. If you have a whole essay to write or a report to do or a big picture thinking task, break it down to small, manageable tasks every day doing that small, manageable task. Or something my mum used to always tell me was just do it for 20 minutes. Just do it for 20 minutes and see how you go. And we all know that once we're doing a task for 20 minutes, we want to keep going, whether that's writing, whether that's cleaning, whatever it is, because then you get in the groove and then you don't want to stop and you want to keep going. So just do it for 20 minutes and really take a moment to think about what's the benefits? What's the benefits of going to bed a little bit earlier and who benefits? Or what's the benefits of going to the gym in the morning and getting up out of bed? Or what's the benefits of having a drink of water instead of that extra glass of wine? Thinking about the benefits, coming back to that long-term view. Excuses are normal. They are predictable. Start to expect them, start to acknowledge them, and then make a deliberate choice. In this moment, what's going to help you move towards a life that has more energy, more clarity and confidence? Excuses are normal, but they do not have to run your life. Expect them and make the choice that's right for you. There you go, a conversation all about excuses. I hope this solo episode has inspired you to think, feel and act in new ways, to expect excuses and move beyond them. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to complete the two following sentences. Number one, from this conversation, I want to remember. And number two, the action I'm going to take in the next 24 hours to support my well-being is... If you love the show, please rate and review on iTunes and Spotify and share with your family, friends and colleagues. You can find the links from today's episode at www.openmindeducation.com forward slash episode 37. Thank you for listening to this episode of the School of Wellbeing and I look forward to sharing more heartfelt conversations with you next week. 